Welcome to the RCF Podcast. I'm here today with Seth Rambicure, one of the pastors of Exeter Chapel here in Exeter, Rhode Island. Seth, you've been on the podcast before. Welcome back. Thanks, man. You were actually our first guest on the podcast. Yeah, man. Way back, episode one. Pioneering. <laughs> well, welcome back. Today we are covering the question, am I a Christian? Mm. And we're not necessarily talking about me. Yeah. You're not judging me, asking, is Matt a Christian? Maybe we should, Matt. Maybe, maybe. Okay. But no, on a serious note, this is actually a question that comes up very often uh, mm-hmm. among many people that I talk to, particularly students that I talk to, where they're, they're wrestling with, what does it mean to be a Christian and do I qualify? Am, sure. Am I a Christian? Am I going to go to heaven? All of those types of questions. Yeah. How do we answer that, Seth? No, certainly agree. It's a common question. The scripture helps us there. A lot of the question centers around the idea of faith mm-hmm. um, and what our conception of faith is. So the scripture in Ephesians chapter 2 says, It's by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So perhaps some of our difficulty is around this idea of faith. God's God's grace is sure, God's salvation is there, but do I have faith? So yeah, and the and the problem's complicated by there's a lot of fuzzy ideas out there around faith. What exactly is faith? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have various conceptions of it, like this, like what I would call the Star Wars faith, where it's just trust your feelings, and so you sort of go with your gut. Don't go with what your head says, but go with what your heart says. You know sort of trust your feelings and that sort of it amounts to just following your feelings which can be all over the place some days i might feel good about the way god thinks of me and other days i don't feel so good about the way god thinks of me and Mm. so then there's a santa claus idea of faith which is in basically every christmas movie ever you know where you have this sort of like belief makes fantasy into reality so Santa if doesn't I believe it enough. Uh, that's right. Then, then his sleigh will have yeah. And he's going to bring me lots of presents. Right. But if I don't believe, if I don't have that He and the reindeer belief, are going down. Yeah, yeah, it's like an elf where it, Exactly. They needed that Christmas spirit. Yeah. yeah, so it's in like every Christmas movie ever. And uh and so belief makes fantasy real. And so that's that's the way some people think or a lot of people actually think about faith. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this blind faith idea. That's another fuzzy idea that's floating around out there, which is just a sort of positivism. You know, when things get tough, you just have to have faith. You can hear, you know, someone saying that in your head probably. You got to have faith, man. But it's a positivism that's sort of syrupy and denies really reality. There's, mm-hmm. there's actually no truth content to it. So it's like good feelings without the truth. These ideas are, they're out there and they're popular, but they're wrong. They're not the biblical conception of faith. And what they actually have in common is no truth content. They have no real basis for the faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we if we tend toward any of those beliefs, that is going to affect that question, am I a Christian? If I start to believe any of those things it's going to, to steer me in the wrong direction. Yeah, absolutely. So the trust your feelings, you know, you know well, my feelings are all over the place. Or the, the Santa Claus, well, do I really believe hard enough, you know, mm-hmm. to keep his sleigh up in the air or not? <laughs> 
And uh, do I feel like I believe or do I not, you know? And that one comes into play if I believe, if I really had faith, then God will heal me of this. And if I don't get healed or the person that I'm praying for doesn't get healed, then I must not have had enough Mm, faith. And therefore, I must not be a Christian. Yeah, so we need the Scripture's help on this. We need to have the scriptural conception of faith. And I'll just start by talking about faith's content, because that's what I said. You know, those ideas have in common, those fuzzy ideas have in common that they don't have truth content. And Mm -hmm. so faith's content, it's got to be based on something true. And it's based on something true that we hear and don't see. Uh, That's the nature of faith. So in, in Romans 10... The Bible says that faith comes by hearing. I'll just read those verses there. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. There's the the truth content, the proposition that you need to believe. And if you go a little further down to verse 17 of Romans 10, the apostle says, faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. You've got to hear that truth content and then you can believe, and then even later you can confess it. We'll come to that in a minute. But faith is based on something true that we hear and don't see. So we, we actually exercise faith every day, and we used to exercise faith a lot more before technology came along. How and so? So, yeah, so like 100 years ago, you get a letter in the mail, uh, and it's from maybe an acquaintance, and they say, I'm going to meet you at the station on Friday and you know, half past three, and I'll be wearing a green cap, and I'll, you know, I'll bring the things we were talking about, or, you know, whatever they might say to you. But that's all you have to go on. You've gotten a letter in the mail, and now, so that's something you've heard, uh, but you don't see the person. You can't track them digitally or anything like that. So all you've got is their word to go on. Are you going to show up at the station on Friday at 3.30 or not? Mm -hmm. Uh, You can't text them beforehand. (laughs) You know, or you you don't have... You can't track their social media to see where they're... You don't have Amazon... You don't have Amazon Prime (laughs) that says, you know, it's on the truck, it's out for (laughs) delivery, it's 10 stops away, you know, nothing like that. So are you going to choose to believe that or not. So that's an exercise of faith. Good Uh, point. I'll meet you at the station. So that faith, this biblical conception of faith, it takes hold of two realms of truth. Hebrews 11.1 helps us this way by saying that, that faith takes hold of the unseen, that's one realm of truth, and the future. It's another realm of truth. Uh, Faith takes hold of these two realms. So I can actually read that in Hebrews 11. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, so things in the future, and the conviction of things not seen, so things we don't see. So it's based on something true that we hear, a proposition that we hear and regard to be true, rather than something that we can see, rather than something that we can touch, you know, our senses can perceive otherwise. And so faith's content in the biblical conception, it's God's word to us, which we have here in the Bible. Do I believe God's promises? Am I going to choose to believe them or not? Yeah, because we can't see God. Can't see God. Christ's fulfillment of God's promises, which we have written down for us, that's the gospel content that Christ came in the flesh. He lived a perfect life. He died a sinner's death. God raised him on the third day, seated him at his right hand. There's the gospel right there. And we have to believe that that is enough for our salvation, right? Yeah, and but there were some people that, that saw that, and they wrote it down. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, have you believed because you've seen me? Mm-hmm. Blessed are those who don't see and yet believe. That's what mm-hmm. Jesus said to Thomas. So 
that's us. You know, we, we don't see. We hear the gospel here. It's being preached to us through the scripture. And yeah, we've got to believe that. Mm-hmm. Those are the facts. That's faith's content. The facts that our faith is based on. And so, yeah, so it's not whether I believe hard enough or not, but it's, are these things actually true? These are historical facts. They happen, the the Christ fulfillment of God's promises, that happened 2,000 years ago, and I can believe that's true. And so then, so faith's essence is that believing what's true. What is faith itself? It's a choice to heed what is heard. So, okay, I'm going to meet you at the station on Friday at 3.30, or I'm not. I'm actually going to act on that. I'm I'm going to yeah. not just sit back and be like, I have an intellectual belief that you're going to be at the station, right? but I'm actually going to go meet you at the station. So it's the same way w- with God. It's not enough to just say, yeah, I believe God exists. It's much more than that. Right. right? Yeah. And so heeding God's word demonstrates faith. And so the the father of faith in, in scripture was Abraham. Mm-hmm. Abraham, well, he lived in Ur of the Chaldees, and God told him to leave his home and made promises to him. And Abraham had to choose whether or not to take God seriously, take him at his word, or not. And when Abraham took God seriously, that means he packed up his entire family, including his father, including his cousin, and all of that, packed up his entire family, his livelihood, everything that he was used to, and he got on the road. He went to the promised land that God was promising to him. He did that because he chose to heed God's word, and that was faith. That's what faith is. If he hadn't uh, hadn't had faith, then he just would have stayed where he was and not changed anything. Uh, well, I, I hear what you're saying, God, but I don't really care, you know? Or I don't believe it enough to actually to act actually, on it. Exactly. Yeah. And so th- so faith is, uh, the scripture paints it as an obedience of the heart. Um, in fact, Romans chapter 1 calls it the obedience of faith. That's Romans 1, 5. Um, and there, there are other places where you see this parallel. John 3, 36 is, is another one. Whoever believes in the Son uh, has eternal life, but whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life. And so you expect the converse in in the second half of that verse. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, and then you expect him to say, whoever does not believe, but actually he says, whoever does not obey the Son. So this faith is a, it's an obedience of the heart. What's encouraging about that is I can choose to believe. So I can choose to have faith. It matters not what my feelings are. Uh, They might be up or they might be down, but I can decide to believe. In fact, I could pray something like, Lord, I believe and I'll choose to live like it, even though my feelings, you know, maybe are wonky. So that, I think, is is encouraging and it's helpful to the person who doubts, who wonders, boy, do I have faith or not? Well, choose to have faith. That's how the scripture encourages us. And then faith's action. Faith's action is what demonstrates that the faith is real. And so scripture tells us it'll manifest itself. Faith will manifest itself in our life in two different ways. Number one, we'll confess it. And so I read those verses in Romans 10 earlier. But if we believe in our heart, we'll confess with our mouth, is what that verse says. Everyone who calls, you do that with your words, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. We confess our faith with our mouth. That profession of faith, when we make that profession to the church, that results in baptism, which is a public proclamation of our faith. You're telling the church, I'm a believer, and the, and the church says back to you, yes, you're one of us. Uh, and so we join the body. 
As a matter of fact, perhaps, listener out there, if you're struggling with this question of, do I believe, do I have faith or not, well, let me ask you, have you joined a church? Have you gone to the fellowship of believers, these people who are characterized by faith, and said, hey, I'm, I'm one of you? And then what will happen is you'll get their evaluation. They'll say, yes, you are one of us, or, or no, you're not, but here's what you need to do. And, and then you'll have that affirmation, that encouragement from Christ's body. That's the Lord's design that we see in Scripture. Second action of, of faith is that we live by it. So we not only confess it, but we live by it. We walk by faith and not by sight. That's in 2 Corinthians 5, making it our aim to please the Lord. James chapter 2 says, faith without works is dead. So perhaps what causes us to doubt our faith or whether we're a Christian is often that something's out of whack with our obedience. And I've just got this thing that I'm doing in my life that I don't want to give up yet. And so I don't have that obedience of the heart. I'm not willing to yield on that. Well, that leads me to believe that God's not happy with me because he doesn't celebrate my sin. He wants me to be different, but I'm not willing to yield well, that's going to cast a big shadow on my faith. And so if I do have that doubt because of some thing in my life that's not right before the Lord, well, the best thing I can do for my faith is to forsake that, to repent, to turn, and begin walking by faith. That's what walking by faith means. It means uh, heeding God's word, walking in obedience to him. That will do a lot, I think, for our assurance if we're keeping our conscience clear before him. Yeah, because if we aren't walking in obedience to God, if we know that there's something in our life that we're going to continue going the opposite direction of what God tells us to do, we're not trusting Him, right? Right. And, th- and that's what faith is, is that we believe God mm. and we trust Him. We we believe what He says is true and we walk in accordance to His commandments. So if we don't do that then yeah, naturally, we are going to feel like something's off. Mm. Well, it may be because I'm trusting my heart, you know, going back to your mm-hmm. first illustrations, maybe I'm trusting my heart and I want to do this. I believe that this is good, but I know that God says it isn't good. Mm. And so th- that conflict comes into play in my life. Absolutely. And, and, and it messes with me in terms of, do I really believe? Am I really a Christian? Right. Yeah. Do I take God's word seriously or not? That's the bottom line there with what you're describing. Hebrews 11.6 says, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So do I believe that in going his way, there's a reward? Or do I think going my own way, there's more reward there for me? Have I taken his word seriously? So, Matt, I think a a final exhortation I would give to our listeners would be to read 1 John. Mm -hmm. Uh, He writes so that people might know that they are saved, that they might have assurance. And so that letter from the Apostle John, uh, 1 John chapters 1 through 5, that's a great help. He gives basically three criteria, kind of repeatedly in sort of Mm -hmm. a circular way throughout the book, you know. And it all kind of circles around, do I confess the Lord Jesus? So that's, do I have the right content for my faith? Or is my faith sort of a fuzzy feeling that's out there, you know? But no, do I have the truth content to faith? Do I confess it? Do I obey his commands? Uh, so ha- have I heeded his word or not? Is, is there a real obedience of faith playing out in my life? And do I love the brothers? Am I one of that, part of that community of faith? 
You know, so I think checking yourself against those criteria there in the Gospel of John will be really, uh, excuse me, not Gospel of John, the first, first John. yeah, first John, the letter of first letter of John, that checking yourself against that criteria will be really helpful. And then, you know, if you find yourself short on assurance uh, after reading that, well, which one of those areas is the problem? You can choose to obey, and the Lord will help you. Yeah, that, that's great advice. First John is a very short book, too. Also um, helpful, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can sit down and read it right now. So if you're wrestling with this question, stop and read John's first letter. Uh, it's toward the end of the Bible mm-hmm. there. There's first, second, and third John, um, but first John's the one we're talking about. I would encourage you to read that. It's a great book. And yeah, I think even for those who maybe haven't been wrestling with this question, am I a Christian? You read the letter of First John, it's a very convicting book, mm. and uh, it, it certainly shows ways that even if we understand, I'm a Christian because I do believe, and in general, my life is characterized by, by faith and, I, and obedience, but there may be some of these areas that God wants to continue to work on in, in our heart. And I know that that is true because Amen. Yeah. This, this is sanctification. He wants to continue right. growing our faith and our trust in him and making our lives look more like Christ. So all that to say, yes, I would highly encourage all of us to read First John today. I think it'd be really helpful. Yeah, good. Yeah, until our faith is made sight. Yeah, God wants us to continue to grow into Christ's likeness. So... That'll be helpful for you, and uh, also it'll be helpful for helping those around you. You know. Well, thank you for your time, Seth. Yeah, so glad to be with you, Matt. Great to have you back, and, and I hope that uh, this has been helpful for each of you who are listening. And uh, if you have additional questions, you can always email us, podcast at roadiefellowship.com. But as Seth pointed out earlier, I would encourage you to talk to people in your local church as well. As you wrestle with these types of questions, it's really helpful to have that community around you to help you uh, walk through this, and they'll help you see ways that God is at work in your life, but also maybe some of those areas where faith is lacking. Mm. And so uh, let me encourage you to be in community with other believers in the local church. Amen. Thank you for listening to the RCF podcast. If you'd like more information on Rody Christian Fellowship, visit us on the web at rodiefellowship.com or visit us on Instagram at rodiefellowship.